Welcome to another episode of the NutriNet Podcast. This is Raisa, nutritionist and your host. Many of us struggle with stress eating, and to be honest, it can be one of the biggest obstacles when it comes to healthy eating. This is why understanding what foods represent to you, as well as whether you're using them as a coping mechanism, is so important. When life feels like a roller coaster of obstacles, finding comfort through foods can seem like the only way. But that is really far from it. All you need are the right tools. This episode dives into why you're having such a hard time controlling your stress eating and what you can do about it. Stress eating is one of the biggest obstacles that many of us face when it comes to healthy eating. It can be extremely frustrating to feel like just one little episode of stress eating puts all of our healthy eating efforts to waste. All that kale and broccoli for nothing gone out the window. So there's only one thing left to do. Throw healthy eating out the window too. I mean, we've been down this road so many times before. I failed yet again. The first thing I want to say to you is that you have not failed. Let go of those thoughts of shame and guilt. They will get you nowhere. In fact, chances are stress eating becomes a reason why you stress eat even more. And that defeats the purpose of what we're trying to accomplish here, to give your body the right tools or nutrients for it to properly function and thrive. Let's dive into your relationship with food. Food not only provides our bodies with nutrients, but eating is also a very pleasurable and can be very comforting experience. Childhood memories are tied to certain foods. Past experiences can create attachment to other types of foods. For example, if you created wonderful family memories around going out for ice cream, chances are you've created a very special bond and even relationship of sorts with ice cream. You might turn to it during a tough and stressful time to try to relive those precious moments you've shared with your family, even if it's happening in an unconscious way. The same way that you can create wonderful memories around certain foods, you can also develop aversion to others because of negative experiences. For example, if white chocolate gave you food poisoning for two full days, chances are you'll stay away from it and even forever. And if you're thinking that this was an awfully specific example, well, that's because that might have been me. We don't only have a special connection and relationship with certain foods because of memories attached to them. There are also some foods that by nature give you an immediate satisfaction, like in the case of foods that are high in sugar and fat. Now, I am not here to hate on sugar and much less fat. I really do appreciate and love the nutrition that healthy fats have to offer. But you cannot deny that your stress-eating episodes typically revolve around foods that are really high in sugar, like cookies, ice cream, and cake, or they will also be fatty and heavily processed, like potato chips, fries, and pizza. Let's just say that you will very rarely catch anyone stress eating with broccoli. So why do we stress eat? This brings us to the reason why you have such a hard time controlling your stress eating. You see, this is the way that you found to cope with your day. 
or better yet, not cope with it. It might sound simple and obvious on the surface, but think about it and let's dig a little deep. We are under stress from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed. It starts with the harsh sound of the alarm clock, then having your breakfast on the go because you just realized that you're actually really late for work. Let's not forget dealing with our ridiculous commute, traffic, pollution, horns honking, people cutting you off, super slow drivers. You get to work or class already pissed and annoyed. Then you have your typical work or school stress, pointless or stressful tasks, annoying coworkers or classmates, deadlines, meetings. You do this for eight hours straight and back to the traffic you go. The same BS all the way back home. You make it home just in time to watch one episode of Netflix of some show that you already have been watching and then you have to get ready to start everything again tomorrow. That's insane, right? Notice how you're on autopilot, how you are just surviving through this routine. You haven't had a single moment to actually process any moment of your day. No no wonder, I mean, you feel so out of control at night, so lost, in need of some sort of comfort. That right there is why you can't help but go for that cookie. Understanding and properly processing your day is key. We may not have much control over our routine at the moment. I mean, most of us can't just take off and quit a job that we don't like or not have to commute um, because it might not be a choice right now. But there's really one thing that you have full control over, and that's yourself and becoming aware and connected with your emotions. So this is what I propose. Set three different times for you to check in with yourself. Once in the middle of the morning, once in the afternoon, and the third time in the evening. During these little check-in moments, pay attention to your body. Are you holding any tension anywhere? Now, I want you to especially pay attention to the back, neck, and head because these are really typical areas and they're very telling when we are holding any stress or tension in our bodies. Next, take a couple of deep breaths and check in with your thoughts or inner conversations. What's happening in that beautiful mind of yours? Are you angry at someone? Is something bugging you? And if so, try to, you know, dig deep and and get to the bottom of why. Believe me, this will make all the difference for you. You just won't come back home wired and like a ticking bomb about to go off anymore. You will be aware of your emotions and connected with your mind and body. You'll be able to tame the wild stress-eating beast that comes out especially at night to haunt you. Now, I can't promise that you will never stress-eat again because it will happen. I mean, we are all human. We have tons of beautiful emotions and we're not perfect. Far from it, right? But what's important to remember is to understand yourself. Be aware of your personal boundaries and your stressors. Learn to cope with them in a way that doesn't revolve around seeking comfort from foods. Because that doesn't make what you're going through any better. It masks and covers it up with an instant moment of pleasure followed by much guilt. Peel back those layers, my dear friends. Get to the bottom of why you're stress eating. 
It might be challenging at first because we are just not really used to checking in with ourselves. But once you get into this habit, you'll unlock greatness within you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, just email me at risa at thenutrinet.com. And if nutrition and wellness is your jam, check out the Nutrinet website for more great info and handy tools that will take your wellness journey to the next level. Until next time.